Come on, you yellows. Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today. Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore. We'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to the, the first post-season podcast. Hello. We're here in the, the Talkie studio. This is the second take of this, by the way, because I mucked up the first one, so that's why guys laughing at my hello, because I did exactly the same. Oh, well, sorry, good. Yeah. It's spontaneous. <laughs> uh, we've been relegated. We have, yes. Um, it's, we, we kind of, it was a strange feeling at that Wrexham game, because we'd kind of done our grieving weeks ago, hadn't we? Well, you said that beforehand, didn't you? And it, it did feel like that. I don't think anyone seriously was, was was expecting the miracle turnaround that we needed to get out of it to happen um, but so i think i think we'd all got used to yeah. the, the the idea that it was gonna it's gonna be curtains as it were but there was a little period of five yeah. or ten minutes yeah. in the second half when we were leading one nil yeah and gateshead were thumping Maidenhead 3 0 yeah. with every possibility Which that they'd get they, some more they, they'd been doing since about the 40th minute of yeah. the first half and you looked at it and it was only three more goals required in that spread, all of which spread. Gateshead might have got. Yeah, well, you, honestly, you kind of felt that Gateshead could get at least one more or two. And in fact, they did get one more, but yeah. it was irrelevant in the end. But and then, and then suddenly you're thinking, well, if we can win this 3-0... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was well, weird, wasn't even it? Even 1-0 might have been enough. If well, it might have been, but right. I mean, uh, you know, without Gateshead completely thrashing Maidenhead yeah. we still had a chance then but that's football isn't it it's just just that tantalising little scrap that morsel of hope and then it's snatched away snatched away it, well away. was it snatched away it was kind of just slowly slowly pulled away wasn't it, it was. but look let, before obviously we, we're not talking to Gary Johnson this no, week no I did I did give him a ring earlier on in the week but uh, for probably understandable reasons I didn't get an answered no. call so uh I'm happy with that. He's got more important things to work on this week than talk to me. He's announced the retained list, which he we'll has. go through in a minute. Uh, he's probably on the beach by now. Do you reckon? Twiddling his toes in the Spanish sand somewhere. Yeah, but it might be nice in Portishead. I was thinking of Port- Portishead. There, there is a beach at Portishead. <laughs> good, good. And you can see the big ships coming in and out of Avonmouth. Full of new players. But I imagine, <laughs> Full of new imports. I imagine he's probably having a, a well-deserved uh, I, I hope so. I hope he's in the sun somewhere. Uh, I, I like to think in my in my kind of fantasy head that him and Aaron on holiday together, <laughs> sitting around the pool, going through the tactics for Do next think? season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're at that they're at that hotel that was in Benidorm with all those <laughs> cast of characters around them as well. That's, that's what I've got in my head. Have you ever seen that children's book by Raymond Briggs about Father Christmas? No, <laughs> Father Christmas. It it ha- after Christmas Day, what Father Christmas does, <laughs> and he does just that, and and he's sitting. In a deck chair on a Spanish beach somewhere, nice. and you kind of think Gary might be there. But just for a change in this podcast, let's talk about the success of the women's team first. Okay. Instead of let's leaving it right to the end, uh, they were brilliant by all accounts at Liverton. Yeah. Uh, the weekend they beat Royal Wooden Bassett by one goal to nil. Yeah, which is all they needed to do 
to, to beat Bristol Rovers to the title, is that right? That's it, they're yeah. South West League Premier Champions. Yeah. Promoted to the National League. Yeah. Best season they've ever had. I, I, I keep, it, it's been a very, very good season. People keep on saying they've never been at that level before. They have been at that level, if you think of it as steps before. Yeah. It wasn't called the National League at that lower level before. Okay. So they haven't been in the National League before, but they have played at that height before, if that makes any sense at okay. all. And how many steps is this below the WSL now? So, well, the, it, this is the WSL. I mean, it's a, the yeah. Premier League is 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 the top one, and then it's Premier South, I think. Okay. And Premier North, and then, I don't know. Honestly, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's quite complicated. It's probably about four or five down. Okay. It's quite complicated. They don't make it easy, these uh, these, these FA bodies, do they, in their they little do. offices? Well, they, they have to give themselves something to they do, have to, don't they? They have to justify the, the massive money they pay themselves. But the magnificent effort. Emma Hunt was the goal scorer. A long-range effort, by all yeah. accounts. Yeah, was it just before half-time? Or just oh, after? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But... Well done! Great success, yeah. massive success for great pictures in the in, in the, the the pinnacle uh, website that we use to, to mm-hmm. for our pictures for Talk United. Um, he's he, uh, Phil Mingo, who runs Pinnacle News Agency, Pigeon News Agency, has followed them all year. So uh, yeah. he, he does enjoy a bit of women's football. He does Exeter as well. So um, good on him because he keeps it in the sort of profile. Uh, and obviously, then there's photos then for us and for the for the talkie program. So great, good stuff. And then, do you know our tenth birthday is coming up? Julian gave us a card. Which we got a card. We, we did got a indeed. card. Uh, we, nobody's quite sure when our birthday is though, because the very early podcasts have gone. I wasn't here. I was working away before I came down to work for the Herald. Um, Tomo and I started the podcast in the season that Alan Nil Alan Nil had obviously joined during us during the season no it was Alan Nil had joined us uh, when Martin Ling uh, was no longer the Talking United manager yeah but the first full season that Alan Ling did was when we started the podcast in the so, so the, the, the people who Alan owned Ling? the Herald Express Alan and, Nil Alan Nil yeah. Alan Nil the, the people who owned the Herald Express in their, in their great wisdom at some point just lost all our archives didn't they uh, they switched us to a different and server and didn't bother backing up the no. old server so yeah. the early 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 podcasts have gone yeah including all the stories that Dave Thomas wrote before that era as well which is, is that, that right? were online yeah. all gone all gone not good not good but yeah happy birthday to us and thank you very much for the card and if you've been listening for all 10 years you deserve a medal <laughs> more than a medal Julian (laughs) (laughs) and Hayden and Dave and and lots of people who've been listening to the whole all 10 years so thanks very much let's talk a little bit about the Wrexham game before we move on to the retained list the South West Mini League um, the Paynton lad who's put Truro International League South season tickets AFC Brixham we've got a lot to talk busy, about busy 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 no other side of Gary Johnson <laughs> no that's right we better try and fill in to yeah. uh, make the best of it Talking United 1 Wrexham 1 yeah good game of football it was, I a, it was, it was a fine game of football I it mean was. you would never have thought that one of those teams was going down and the other one was the title winners we, I mean, the performances that we put in we are not at the, the state the team was in the last few games of the season we were not one of the four worst teams in that God, league we picked up 17 points from 8 games I know now I tried to work it out that if, if you average that over a season we'd almost be on 100 points 
What's that? We'd about? be right up there. But the the point is, and the the point that's staring us in the face is that for three quarters of the season or more, we were one of the four worst teams in the division. We were. And we there's were. no hiding from that. We were, and we all know why. Um, yeah. Some of the players. That, that Gary Johnson brought in that, that he described as marquee signings and then backtracked a bit when he realised that he'd probably gone over the top yeah. with that word, but still um, did big up those signings. They failed to li- deliver, not once, not twice, but they, he gave them enough chances. He absolutely did. And as we'll come to later, a considerable number of them will yeah. be with us next yeah. season. Yeah. So you kind of hope that players who weren't able to turn it on at National League level will be better suited to National League mm. South level. How diplomatic can we be about this? I'm going to try. Yeah, we will. But I'm going to fail. Um, <laughs> the, I, I thought the Wrexham, for inside the ground, I don't know what happened outside the ground, but inside the ground, the Wrexham fans were exemplary. It was good atmosphere. The talking fans honestly, were fabulous. I, I've been dreading that game in, in, in as much as you know, the press box is going to be absolutely Act. Yeah. no room to do anything there was going to be trouble outside there was going to be Wrexham fans in the talky end none of that happened there were some Wrexham fans in the family yeah, stand but not but it wasn't it wasn't a big flashpoint like we feared it was going no, to be and, and, and I hold my hands up all the time leading up to this game I thought the Wrexham press now I'm not talking necessarily about the, the, the newspaper press here I'm talking about in-house press that teams have now mm-hmm. which you know seems to be rocketing to four or five members yeah. each game nowadays <laughs> they didn't have them like that they didn't Probably. and the guys, guys yeah, when Maidenhead turn up and the bloke won't move because he's got 18 laptops and, <laughs> and camera equipment to sink a ship that isn't really an exaggeration either no um, but well, well, so what, what, what are Maidenhead doing that wrecks them aren't then to, to necessitate all of that stuff the people that we were sat with the press Andy Morell was the guy we didn't recognise yeah no, it, was, it, was, it was a moment wasn't there <laughs> um, there's always so, an ex-player with the BBC there's normally there? an ex-player with the BBC and uh, he was sitting next to me and uh, we, we, we got there quite early to, and I, I, I was ready for confrontation and one of the first things he said was uh, Radio Devon hadn't turned up at that point and he mm-hmm. said oh is it going to be Radio Devon or have they given up and I you did bite a little I bit there. Bit you did, you did. Without knowing yeah. who it was, and then, uh, and then we had a, a little chat, and, and he, uh, and he obviously knew knew his football. <laughs> and then at some point, I asked him who he was, and he went Brexit, and I said, "No, no, what's your name?" Yeah, it, it turned <laughs> out to be Andy Morell, a player with a long oh. and distinguished career. It was one of those faces you think I recognise. Yeah, him, of course, he was a manager of Wrexham as well for, for two or three years. Um, really nice bloke. So that went well. Um, the Wrexham fans Torquay fans I thought behaved themselves magnificently there was no problems that I could see it was a big crowd good atmosphere what did you think of the guard of honour before the game didn't like it after the game yes I'm I'm happy with that no no problem I mean the the thing is would would you do a guard of honour after you've just gone down but that that is I just don't think it puts you in the right frame of mind before a game but It was a a nice gesture. It was was the timing. I don't. You couldn't have done it after the game because Wrexham was still on the pitch after fifteen minutes. Yeah. So that wouldn't have worked. But that was good. I suppose it's it's something that happens that that, that, you know. That 
A big talking point, I thought, from the game, apart from Frank Nublé's excellent goal mm-hmm. and Mark Holstead's... Well, Who was the better goalie on the Mark day? Holstead. Mark Holstead. Yeah. Um, Foster, Ben Foster, ex-England keeper, dropped that ball at Aaron Jarvis's feet. Yes. And the goal was disallowed yes. when it should have been a goal and it would have been 2-0. And do you know where the best view of that is? No. From Ben Foster's GoPro slash chest cam. Was he wearing? Did you know he wore a chest cam during no, the game? No, I didn't. And did you know goalkeepers were allowed to wear chest cams? No, I didn't. Neither did I. So, have you, so that's available to look at. Is that's it? on YouTube. Wow. He has a YouTube channel. Ben, I mean, Ben Foster's a yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. guy. The cycling goalkeeper. He's got his own YouTube channel. There was a hilarious moment when Wrexham signed him. When some of the fans said, "Hey, we've signed a YouTuber." Yeah, yeah, he's a YouTuber, but he's an ex-England goalkeeper as well. But he wore a chest cam for part mm. of that game. It's a good watch. Okay, on I must have a look. What I think he he makes a habit of putting a GoPro camera in his goal mouth. Yeah, and he talks through it during the game occasionally, oh and God. you know it's all a bit. Um, mm. Yeah, it's all a bit social. It's all a bit YouTube. It is, uh, but you get a you get an interesting view of the game. There's a very interesting view of that disallowed goal, which proves your point. And also immediately afterwards, you can see Foster shake hands with Jarvis and basically pat him on the shoulder and say unlucky mate because you know I mean yeah. Foster hasn't gone down and made a meal of anything he's got straight back up the ball's yeah. in the back of the net he he's thinks it's it. a goal he's dropped it yeah Foster thinks it's a goal yeah. the Wrexham defenders think it's a goal I mean, we, we, we could talk about referees to a blue in the face can't we but Gary must be absolutely oh. pissed off with them must the be moment. seething yeah. absolutely seething um, yeah that's the best view of it if you haven't seen it yet it is on YouTube but then Late in the game, he puts the camera on his chest, on some kind of harness mm. on his chest. And you can see he wears it through a couple of corners. I mean, he gets um, he gets a good shove off um, Frank Nuble and, and, you know, players are flying left, right and centre. It's very good to see what it's like to be a goalkeeper in a crowded goal match. Yeah. But I didn't know you could do that. I assume he got special permission. Well, he would have had to have done it, would I have thought. Yeah. But then, yeah, what doesn't he want, doesn't he get, don't they? Oh, yeah, you'd have thought so, maybe. But uh, interesting. I've never seen it done before. Mm, interesting, yeah. Uh, the, it's not the kind of thing that you could say, the goalkeeper wore a chest cam, therefore the result is null and void and we don't the, um, get the, the fact is, but the better goalkeeper on the day was Mark Holstead and we're going to have to try and keep him. Yeah, he was brilliant on the day. Makes and there, there is a moment sense. after the game... Yeah. Their, their BBC Wales bloke sitting next to us was, was infusing mm. about his performance. And there is a moment after the game on the Ben Foster video where he shakes hands with Mark Holston and tells him what a great game he's yeah. had. There are a couple of adjectives in there that we won't repeat on the <laughs> podcast. But he tells him what, what, a, what a flipping jolly good game he's had. Well, well, well done. Words to well, that effect. Well done, custodian. Yeah. Um, so... It was Shocky a good game. Union, it? Yeah, it was a good game to finish the season. Then there was that awful deflated feeling when you got home, wasn't there? Really? Yeah, I went to the pub guy. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. But like I say, we—I mean, we relegated ourselves at home to Wealdstone, at home to Dagenham and Redbridge, uh, by conceding five instead of three or four at Chesterfield. All of those ifs and buts yeah. that go back for weeks and months. Those it's, are why we're that's, down. I mean, the ifs and buts are the... I mean, we, we, we could go through the, the whole season looking at it game by game, but there are four or five 
games where we gave up a lead yeah. or lost a game in Gary time. Yeah. In in anti Gary time, as it were, and. Um, you know that that's where it all went wrong. Yeah. And then you look at the goals we conceded against Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. We look at the goals we conceded against Wrexham the first time around. Yeah. You know, which left us with basically an extra point yeah. behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's, really, it is heartbreaking. Yeah. It's awful. There are loads of recriminations as well. People are angry. It was interesting that Gaming International said we would stay full time, and now would be a good time to take a look at this retained list. Mm, okay, let's do that. So I've got it, actually you had it um, very concise for the piece for Devon Live this morning, but I've got it scribbled on a bit of paper here as it came out yesterday. The players who have been retained, um, those who are on contract. Let's let's talk about the key one first. The key, go on. What's Aaron Jarvis? Aaron Jarvis. I mean, he is on a contract. You assume that he will excite some interest from other clubs. You assume someone will be interested. Now, money does talk at this level, especially yeah. at National South level. Um, you would hope we can keep him. I'd yeah. say it's... It's touch and go. It's 50-50. But then what... Gary, I mean, I, th- I think they'd have, someone would have to pay for him. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not going to be interested in letting him go. Gary and Aaron must be telling him the story of Jamie Reid. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that's, I, I referenced that in the piece that yeah. I did Devon Love this morning. If he can be the talisman that Jamie Reid yeah. was in the National South, then... Because, you know. I mean, Jamie Reid could have moved before he did. Yeah. But obviously he thought, have one season of running riot in National League South. There yeah. were games when Jamie Reid knew he was going to score. It was just a question of how many. Yeah. And Aaron Jarvis could move now yeah. and maybe get a move to another National League side. Possibly get a move into a league. Two I don't side. think he, I don't think he, he'd get a move into a league side at the moment. He, so might, he, he might do if he scores thirty-two goals in, in national. Yeah. Staff. So he's looking now at a move to the likes of Woking, Bromley, Boreham Wood, Aldershot, yeah. Yeah. somewhere like that. Yeah. Whereas if he stays with us and scores 25, 30 goals next season, yeah, he's looking for, at a move just like Jamie Reid did, a Stevenage move, a Mansfield move, Mansfield something coach, like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well done to Jamie Reid as well, promoted with Stevenage. Yeah, and he, you know, he's created a career for himself yeah. as a league, a league striker, yeah. 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 which is what Aaron Jarvis might do. Mm. So you've got to hope that Gary and Aaron and they similar age. I think it. Jamie was probably about twenty-four yeah. or something at the time. Yeah. So it's a very similar age, different players, very different. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it would the, the thought of Aaron Jarvis on the kind of form that he was in the second half of the season in National League South, yeah. honestly. It's, it's terrifying. It is. It is. So they've got to work hard. Okay. To so that's. Them. So we've kept. We've kept Jarvis. We've kept Sean Donnellan, which is okay. Who had um, a better second half he had than the first better half. Better second half of the season. He he can play wherever. Yeah. You know, you ask him to. Apart from probably up front, but he is a midfielder, defender, right back. Spent a lot of time at right back, and then uh, yeah. and then ended up really as the right sided centre back in a in a three. He could be a good steady. Yeah, in, I think he was National steady in the National League South. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not unafraid to say at times he was the weakest link in that mm-hmm. team that won all those games, those five in a row. But he still did a job. He still did a job. Um, and I think uh, he, he was in that team deservedly for, for what he'd done earlier on in the season. Whereas other, yeah, previous close close season signings that you know we'll come to in a minute couldn't well, even get a sniff into that team. 
Two players who have agreed new deals are yep. Asa Hall and Dean Moxie. That's great news. Captain and vice-captain. Captain, vice-captain, vice experienced Almost players. 70 years between them. We talked a lot about Asa Hall last week. You know, the team is better. He looked gutted after the game. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. was. And he will still carry all the way through the summer that penalty at Altrincham. Yeah, yeah. Which at the end didn't make any difference, but might have, might, have might well have done. Yeah. But there you go. But it's fantastic to have those two signed. You'd want them both on your team sheet and then build the rest of the team around them. Um, I mean, that's... Uh, on a, look, if, if we can keep hold of um, Holstead, yeah. which we'll come to in a minute, that spine yeah. of... Jarvis, Moxie, Hall and Holstead, right up the middle there. That's, that's pretty that's good for that level, on. isn't it? Uh, the other players who are on contract and we may be less exultant about Brett McGavin. Yeah, uh, uh, Gary obviously still sees something in Brett McGavin and he persevered with him longer than any of the others. Yeah. Um, and at times we could see it, couldn't we? And then other times we saw not much of it. Ross Marshall. Yeah, fell out of favour at the end, didn't he? It's Did. always got a foul in him when it's yeah. going to cost you. Dylan Crow. I mean, as you pointed out in your piece today, these are players who had no part to play at all in Gary's thinking no. towards the end no, of the No, I mean, uh, Brett McGavin came on a couple on, of times. Came on to take a free kick. Yeah, yeah indeed. And very yeah. nearly won the game yeah. for us. Um, Ross Marshall, Dylan Crow. Yeah, I thought Dylan Crow was going to give us much more than he ever did this season. Yeah. When we saw him at Exmouth, do you remember at the start yeah, of last season? He, I mean, I know this was Exmouth. So, in so, a friendly. Yeah. But, he, yeah. but we were all worried about losing Ben uh, Winter. Yeah. And we saw Dylan Crow in, in pre-season and thought, well, what, what, what were we worried about? Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Hansen. So he had a couple of good games and I don't think he's had the worst season. I just don't think he was ready. You um, have to hope that those four players. Do you remember that game? Out. Came on and just kicked everyone until he that until he had to be taken wasn't off. It? Yeah, that was. And no, that was a tactic yeah. as well. That wasn't, you know, uh, uh, I'm not privy to any, any any knowledge on that. But you could tell that he'd been told to get get in there and get, get amongst it, and didn't he do it? Let them know you're there. Yeah. I I wasn't at that game. I was. Um, I, I, oh, that's I, right. I was poorly for that, <laughs> so I didn't make that game. But uh, he could have been sent off three times, and the end, Gary took him off before he was. Weren't the uh, Notts County the press people fuming? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> no, they, they they were they were almost calling the police, guy. <laughs> But you have to hope that those four players who have been under par yeah. in the National League yeah. are on par in National League South. You've got to look at those players and think that they can do a job in the National yeah. South, can't you? Haven't you? I mean, Brett McGavin, we all know he's got something. Mm-hmm. How do you get it out of it? Indeed. Uh, the players who've been offered deals. Yep. Interesting ones. And Tom Lapsley. Tom Lapsley, obviously, you of course you would. Yes. Uh, there are rumours, aren't there, that he's being eyed up he's by someone else. being courted by other yeah. teams, but uh, you, that's not a surprise either. No. And every team needs a Tom Lapsley. Yeah. And we've got the Tom Lapsley. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it would be nice to hang on to him. Mark Holstead, you really, I mean... You want to keep hold of Mark Holstead. absolutely want to keep Mark Holstead. For reasons we've already covered. Yeah. He's had a strange career at Torquay, hasn't he? He started off... Um, there were a couple of he let some goals in early on 
And then the Sean got on his back. Yeah, and Sean McDonald came back in, and yeah. he didn't get a sniff really did no. he? until the end of that season when he had to come back in because yeah. Sean McDonald got injured. And Mark Holstead has now absolutely established yeah. himself. Yeah, absolutely. And he he was brilliant against yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Uh, Reese Lovett has been off in yeah, the radio. Yeah, he's done all right when he's been called upon. Perfectly good number and two. You just wonder whether he wants to play some football now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be the only caveat to that one. Interestingly, Jack Stobbs. Yeah, now he's obviously been released by. Fallen out of favour at Oldham. Yeah, been released by Oldham. You take him in a heartbeat. I, I would take him like a shot. Yeah. He looks, he looks the part. Proper winger. He likes playing wide on the wing. His crossing is okay. It will get better. I think we scored more goals from his crosses than anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, in the last couple of seasons, so yeah. I well, like him as a wide player yeah, a lot. Yeah. I, I would, as you say, in a heartbeat, I'd yeah. be, um, I'd yeah. be upping the ante to make yeah. sure we get him. Yeah as well and then the two lads who are a bit of a mystery uh, Dan Martin it's weird that he's been kept on now and we know he's had problems he got injured in the Buckland pre-season friendly he did, didn't he with yeah. quite a wild tackle when he came off worse yeah and then it took him ages to get back in the team he did come back but he, he wasn't mm. he wasn't fit enough you can tell he wasn't fit enough and then it transpires later on the season that he's had problems with long Covid yeah uh, Gary's been open about that in the last couple of weeks and uh, and so we were kept on expecting him to come he appeared on the bench and then he, he disappeared yeah. from the bench yeah. and we all know he's a good player yeah. we, we were all devastated when, when he got injured early on the season because he was you know he was one of the key players he was and he scored a cracking goal against somebody was it Southend or something yeah, he scored a great yeah, goal yeah. and you thought you know this is your season Dan and it just didn't work out. He's, so, he's one of the first to turn up for training. Yeah, he's always he's chirpy always, and yeah, cheerful. Yeah. he's a lovely fella, Dan. I him. mean, I guess, I guess Gary's thinking, look, if we can just get him back to normal, yeah, to, to the Dan Martin that we know rather than normal, as a silly word, um, we've got a chance of really, yeah, having a player on our play. Because as we'll come to in a minute, we've released a left back. Yeah. Um, who was kind of brought in to be the new Dan Martin? Yeah. <laughs> so we're um, we're relying on the old Dan Martin. Yeah. And Ollie Tomlinson, another enigma here. Was playing in the National South this season. Which playing for Chippenham, Chippenham, wasn't he? Playing really well for Chippenham. Season. Yeah, so that's understandable. We always thought that, and, and I think Dave said it on one of the podcasts, that he was a little bit unlucky because he hasn't put a foot wrong no. for us. He, came, he only played a couple of games. When he came on, he did really well. Yeah. And you wondered why he wasn't getting more of a chance. Now, you wonder, obviously... Nico Lawrence um, has gone back to his parent club. club. Yeah, he'll go. He'll, he'll go on loan to Wrexham in the summer. Probably. they they were they were astonished how good he was. Yeah. Their, their press yeah. people, Andy Morrell especially. Um, I, Ollie's a decent player. Um, I'm glad he's been retained. Yeah. And I, I look forward to seeing him play. But yeah. whether he is quite big enough and mature and horrible enough to be the centre back yet, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we shall see. Uh, players gone back to their other clubs um, or obviously Nico Lawrence back to Southampton yeah. and we expect to see him playing for MK Dons or yeah. somebody next season Topi Fadahunzi has gone back to Sutton yeah uh, he never quite got he the was run really the unlucky about the, the, he was the sixth because he was lonely, the sixth he? Lonely, yeah. yeah which, which made, made, made it impossible for him to be in the team when the other five were even in the squad yeah um, I, I don't think I wonder if if he gets released by Sutton I, I don't think we could have seen the last of him no that's true Kieran Evans has gone back obviously, yeah, obviously. he said a, said a very nice goodbye yeah. on social media thanks to the fans yeah he's got he's got you know a little bit of work to do before he can get into a Cardiff team like that but yeah. um, we shall see 
Two players who we may not have seen the last of, Lewis Collins. No, because it sounds like, oh, I put Swindon Town. Newport. Why did I, I read your it? copy as well. Yeah. Oh, apologies for the error. Oh, yeah, Newport. And I, I read your copy before <laughs> it went online and I let that through. Um, yeah, Newport County, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if they don't want him, we'll take him. <laughs> as with Kevin Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Kevin Dawson is almost nailed on to, to end up at Torquay. Yeah. Uh, uh, both uh, uh, a Gloucester in the playoffs or something, I'm not sure. But their season isn't quite over yet no. for some reason or another. And that's, I mean, you have to go through the motions of letting him go back to his yeah. club and that, but you, I would love to see Kevin Dawson yeah. in our midfield. Oh, 100%. Do you know he got six bookings? Yeah, in, in what, 11 in games? 11 games, yeah. yeah. So he's going to have to, I mean, look at us sitting here as, as um, professional footballers saying you're going to have to watch that, Kevin, yeah. but it's... Um, good player, though. He's going to end up good with a suspension. Yeah, how he can point. really get into the team at Gloucester you don't know no you. absolutely I, again in a heartbeat mm. you'd have him back uh, Frank Nublet has said goodbye but keeping his options open yeah interesting term that phrase. is interesting yeah. I mean he lives um, Suffolk doesn't he lives up Ipswich way oh, somewhere say, somebody a said long way away uh, so it would be a big upheaval I'd love to see him back yeah, I mean it was those. a lovely goal on Saturday yeah it was, it was a great, well, it was an even better cross by Jarvis. Yeah, yeah. You, you could see him building up his understanding with Jarvis. Got those two up front next season in yeah. the National South. I, I can't see it happening, to be honest, but you've got those two together in the National South. And Frank, I mean, You're Frank Nublé. You're that division, aren't you? Yeah, Frank Nublé, who everybody says, well, he's, it's just like having a wardrobe up front. Yeah. Not true, because Honestly, he, he does he, love a run on the left wing. When he started doing those little runs into the box on the left wing, he did three or four of them. Yeah. Abs, and then got crosses in and yeah interesting he's much nimbler than yeah, your average yeah, wardrobe yeah. isn't he I, yeah so. I, I move like a wardrobe <laughs> so I would I'd, I'd be very happy to see him back yeah. but I don't know if we'll manage to pull that off um, the, the released players Ben Wyatt interesting because Gary actually used, used him a, lot, him a bit he? towards yeah. the end yeah. of the season as a sub as you go to sub um, and then he, he started a game in that run of wins, or was it just after the yeah. one of the draws or whatever? Well, he, he played up at Altrincham because Dean Moxie got injured yeah. in the warm-up. So, yeah. So, so he so played in that game. I'm surprised that yeah. he's gone, but maybe he, maybe that's his decision. Maybe he, he decided he didn't want to stay, yeah. so he's been released. Jake Mensah. Not surprised by not that surpri- Not surprised, although... Amazed he was, he was still there yeah. at the last day. He was a very cheery presence around yeah. the club right up yeah. until the last day, though. So hopefully he enjoyed Played 145 minutes and it was yeah, poor. It Ali Omar has been released. Promised so much, Ali. Ali, Ali Omar has been Ali, released. Ali, 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 Ali Omar. Has been released. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I mean, favorite, we, we, we all loved him to start yeah. with because he made yeah. that, that video introduction to himself, didn't he, which went yeah. down a storm. But he, he has flattered to deceive. Um, but he's also when he's come on he's done well yeah he's he's, yeah, he's a whole hearted player but I think I think Gary has to have players yeah that are going to perform week in week out yeah well Gary must have centre back combinations yeah. in his mind yeah because to let Ali Omar go keep Ollie Tomlinson but he must have a centre back in yeah. mind yeah. you think uh, to do that uh, and then you come to the young lads, which I mean, it's. it's I'm, I'm more disappointed by this list than any other. I think. Yeah. So when um, is Gary going to give a young player a chance? He doesn't, though, does he? I spoke to Sean Joyce about this. I've got I've got the recording of it because I was going to yeah. use it at some point during the summer, uh, in the paper. 
he thought Lewis Brooks was great this season. Yeah. He didn't have a proper uh, senior recognised striker at mm-hmm. Biddeford and Brooks scored some important goals in the last couple of months to keep them up. They stayed up in the end. Yeah. Um, he said he doesn't understand why Torquay won. He said Exeter do and then they end up selling them. I know, I know. And uh, Windsor, Jack... Jack Windsor Jack was... Will the Willand, I think, yeah, um, had a good season by all accounts. Yeah. You know, we, I mean, Alex Moyes, when we saw him well, playing, I was just, just going to get start of last season yeah. in, this, in the friendlies, he looked like a world beater at sixteen. Now we, the the caveat to this is that we only see these players in friendly matches. Mm. Gary and Aaron see them day in day out at yeah, training. Yeah, they do. Um, so they see more of their potential. But wouldn't it be great just to see one of these? Yeah. Like, we'll come to one in a minute who's doing great things for um, for another another club in the Southwest Mini League. Um, but to lose so Lewis Windsor Brooks, Brooks yeah. Alex Moyes, and Olaf, yeah, who is Olaf? There's no surprise there, is there? Let's no. face it. He's he's been at uh, Dorchester doing all right. Um, every season over the last eighteen, we've wondered <laughs> when he's going to be released. But he, for me, he's another Ashley Yeoman. I, I enjoyed watching Ashley Yeoman play. Yeah. I just sat there wanting Ashley Yeoman to get a break yeah. and get in the side. And the same with Olaf. I'm yeah. gutted that Olaf. He'll end up somewhere like. Out. I mean, he's Dorchester at the moment on loan, but he'll end up. And I, um, the, the the words ringing in my ears right now when I spoke to Martin Rogers at Tiverton at the start of the week uh, for the for the, the Mid Devon paper, and he said, "I really want two good strikers." So if he picks up um, two good strikers, Lewis and Brooks and Olaf said, yeah, and you know, play teams like Taunton, Truro, Chippenham yeah. may well pick up these yeah. lads. Yeah, we could, we could well be playing against Olaf this season. But it's I, I yeah. I mean, we don't see the players. We don't have the same no, it's easy understanding. For us to sit here and, it is, but you know, just to find never watched them in training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but just to find an Ollie Watkins or a Matt Jay oh, or, Matt a, Jay or you know, there are so many of them, or a Kiefer Moore, yeah. or you know, there there are local kids absolutely who turn into very good professional footballers, yeah. and we just don't seem to be able to find one. And we we we, we also seem to have a very successful youth team yeah. every year. Yeah. And, and they don't make and the transition. They don't, they don't make the transition. So why is that guy? Why is that guy? I, well, I, there, there are two answers to that, Rich. Either they're not quite good enough, or the manager doesn't see the the, the, the value in taking the big leap, taking yeah. the big gamble yeah. of putting one of these lads in the first team and saying, go out and prove yourself. I mean, I'm presuming that we will sign two, two lads or maybe three from the from the current mm. youth team yeah. at some point during the summer. They'll be announced. What's the point in that if we, we're not, they're not going to get a chance? Because they'll probably go on loan to Biddeford again and yeah. Sean Joyce will phone all, you all, and say, this lad's good. Yeah. We all know that there's decent players in that team. They've been, Ben Olders or whatever, has been scoring goals for yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, it would just be so good to see one of them brought on because Dan Sullivan is in the Truro side, yeah, which just got promoted. James Hammond, James Hammond wasn't a young, was he a young local lad? No, I don't think so. I think he came on loan when we, yeah. we had a goal, goalkeeping crisis, but um, he was in that side. And true. Connor Riley Lowe, yes, scored the winning goal in the 95th minute he did. at Brackley, he did. 
Uh, Truro won 3-2, they'll be in our league. Conor Riley though went to the same two schools as I did. He's a painting lad. Through and through. He went to Hayes Road Primary School and Churston Grammar He went school. to the same school as Kiefer Moore. He did indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Hayes He's captain as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's a good player. Hayes Road has, has got, this is, just got that yeah. kudos, hasn't it? Yeah. Kiefer Moore and Conor Riley Lowe. And you. And me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Not quite the same. But, uh, I mean, that's brought Truro up. Yeah. So, the other day, the um, the Amazon man turned up at my my gate. Yeah. Parked outside the gates. So they've got electronic gates, as you know, and they open and they stay open for about 12, 28 seconds or whatever. And then <laughs> yeah, you've got to be quick, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. And this lad... With no hair and a big ginger beard, ran down the ran down, left the package outside and was back out the gate before uh, before yeah. it closed. <laughs> well, that takes some doing. I don't know if that was Dan Sullivan or not. Now I Ooh. might be completely mis 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 uh, identifying him, mm, but it maybe. did not look like Dan Sullivan. So if Dan Sullivan's a an Amazon man, then uh, yeah. Well, I mean that was pretty fleet of foot to get in and out. It was, of the gate. yeah, yeah. So maybe it was. I mean, and there aren't many bold head blokes with big no. ginger beards around. I, we're going to see a lot of players that we know yeah. in this National League South. Yeah. Players that, I mean, I'm not sure where Jake Andrews is now, but, you know, they may well turn up. Players that we've seen before, players that we've played against, players that we've maybe had at play yeah. are going to turn up, aren't they? At the end of the day, we're all gutted that we've gone down. But we yeah. didn't have fun in that division last time, didn't we? We did, we did. I mean, we. This is this has been a season to forget, hasn't yeah. it? On for all sorts of levels. There've been a couple of highlights. The Derby Cup game was a highlight. Thumping your favourite team six-one at Playmore yeah, was a highlight. Day. Uh, the Wrexham. You missed game. that as well, didn't you? No, I was at. Oh, that you one. I was at that one. Um, the Wrexham game yeah. was a highlight. Yeah, absolutely. But apart from that, it's been pretty abject this season. Yeah. So let's look ahead. To a season, because of the way the promotions and relegations have gone, we'll have 14 local derbies as okay. such next season. There, okay. is, there are seven rival teams in that league who will give us... That means more than a quarter of our games next season yeah. will be what we would call local derbies. Remember, remember, remember the days when Forest Green was our local yeah, derby? Yeah, exactly. Or, or uh, there have been the Cheltenham was one year. It probably was. We're, Yeovil have come down with us, of course. Truro have come up yep. and already sitting there in National League South waiting for us. Weymouth, Taunton, Western Supermare, Bath no, and West, Chippenham. Western Supermare came oh, up. Of course yeah, they did. Of course they did. Uh, and Chippenham. Yeah, amazing. So there's a lot. There's, I think Steve Harris called it a Southwest Mini League in a yeah. tweet the other day, and that's absolutely Maybe fascinating. Maybe we should actually form that little Southwest Mini League. I and thought see I what might. Happens. It'd give me a bit of Microsoft yeah. Excel. Only when practice they play again. each other. Yeah. Yeah, rather than yeah. adults from other games. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> That'll give us a project <laughs> to keep us occupied next season. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are things to look forward to. Yeah, there are. Season. There are definitely. There'll be decent crowds for those games. Yeah. There'll be, you know, an away day. All of those are within two hours, aren't they? Even Truro is within two hours. Well, they play in Plymouth, guy. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. Well, they're yeah. even closer still. And they've extended that loan or pitch pitch sharing agreement with uh, Plymouth Parkway again. So that's uh, I've forgotten that's that. where they're playing. I thought we were driving down into the land no, of legend, but no. we're not. Uh, Chippenham's not that far away. Bath is tricky to get at. Yeah, always. Uh, Western, Taunton, Weymouth, Yeovil. Quite looking forward to this. It's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. 
Uh, season ticket prices are frozen. Gone down like a bag of has, proverbial. It? Yes, it has indeed. Um, not sure about that. As it, obviously, the club needs income. Yeah. Uh, especially over the you're summer. You're staying full time, you've got to do something. Yeah, especially over the summer, yeah. you've got to try and get people I interested. I do understand the, fa- the fans' annoyance, or some of the fans' annoyance about the fact that, you know, you're, you're, you're paying what you were paying for the National League. For the National League. To watch the National, National League South. South. Which is reasonable, re- regional football. However, was anyone really expecting them to put it down? No. You put, I mean, when do, may, when, when do things go down? Exactly. Maybe in times of inflation, if you yeah. hold a price steady. That's as much as you can do. But the club needs income. If yeah. we want a full-time club, we've got to find a way of helping it to fund that. I hope I hope people get over that and, and buy the season tickets. Um, I mean, I'm in a very... It's, it's easy for me to say that because obviously I'm in the press box yeah, and I've got a yeah. press pass and I don't pay. But we shall see. We shall see. We'll see how many people do. And, the, I mean, the season ticket offer is on this month, isn't it? It's for the month is of May, I think. Bird? I think. I Check that, that on the website. Early bird. So you would expect them to come up with a marquee signing? Oh, yes. (laughs) So who's it going to be? Um, It's going to be... Frank Nublet, Tom Lapsley, Mark Holstead. All three. Yeah. And Kevin Dawson. And And Lewis Collins. (laughs) If Aaron Jarvis commits himself to next season. Yeah. All of these things Uh, could help. Gary said, hasn't he? He said in that piece on the the website that they have started speaking to other players as well. Um, you know, we all know that there's decent players out there. Just choose the right ones this time, Gary. Yeah, yeah. That, well, see, that it's the elephant in the room, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. Last summer's recruitment didn't match expectations. That's why we end up in the. I mean, yeah. It, it's fair to say that the the, the players that came in, um, once they had failed to really give their promise, then uh, we were already in the proverbial. We were, yeah, we've been in, we've been in yeah. the relegation zone since yeah. September. There's no point in pretending that we've been pulled in at the last minute. We've been awful for a lot down of to the, the season. Signings. Yeah, or the majority of the signings. So should we draw a line under the season? Let's do it. And move on? Let's do it. Pod, future podcasts will be forward-looking. They will be full of positivity <laughs> and rose-tinted glasses. <laughs> and all that optimism that we're famous for. Listeners by the bucket load. Absolutely. And we'll bring us... Can you ever see me being full of rose-tinted glasses and positivity? We'll get there. We'll get there. We did get a little bit of uh, trolling online. We upset some Wrexham fans last week. Yeah, they're they're, they're gentle folk, aren't they? Yeah. When I described them as a circus, it was tongue-in-cheek and I I, I like the circus. They they didn't like that at all. So I I was... um, I was taken to task, shall we say, on social media by some, some Wrexham fans yeah. who... Um, were they pleasant? They, they, were, they, were, they could have been worse. Mm. Um, it, was, it wasn't um, weapons great. They're going to have to get used to it, aren't they? And yeah. not be such they are. flowers. But there you go. They've had their victory parade. Um, they'll move on to yeah. League Two. Go on, go on. They had the, the team that won the National League trophy yeah. and promotion to League Two had their trophy parade and it was talked about three times on Radio 4's National Morning flag, flag, uh, flagship uh, news show. You see how annoyed I am about we, that? I'm we, all flustered. We're going to have to get... It was to- ridiculous, <laughs> get- Radio 4. Get a grip. We're going to have to get you some counselling over the summer. Honestly. You don't I'm glad ever- we're rid of them. You don't ever have to see them again no. unless we get them in the cup, no. obviously. But you don't, anyway, you don't. I mean, when we win it again. next year, well, uh, in two years' time, 
Will we get that coverage? No, we will not. And also I'd like to point out that Hartlepool have come down their cheating way of getting into the league failed them in, uh, two, in two seasons. It did. Yeah, it did. Welcome back to the reality. We need to. I'm angry. angry. Look, I'm really angry now. So, if anybody out there is an anger management, counselor, <laughs> um, we could we can find. I, I'm pleased to see Hartlepool come back down because they yeah. they never deserved to be out there in the first place. Poor Jeff Stelling, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I nearly swore. Gotcha. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We can't go without mentioning AFC Brixham. Oh, we cannot. Who beat Holsworthy 7-0. Yeah, that's quite funny. So, so uh, the captain, Kieran Parkin, who uh, I've watched his career from when he was first at um, Gampton United. His dad was, was the manager yeah, of Gampton yeah. United. And he ended of up course up, he was, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Steve Parkin. I think I played football with Steve. Did you? Yeah. In a pub team, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, he was at Buckland for a couple of years, ended up at, uh, at Brixham. He's captain. I think he scored. He's, he was drawing with someone else on the, for the final day of the season with with one game to go on the top of the goal scoring charts yeah. for the division. And uh, they went to Holsworthy and they won 7 0 and he scored five. <laughs> That's the way to That's finish the, the season, it. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so they've won Western League First Division. Yep. They've been. Uh, no, what? Western League no 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 they won the Peninsula League the Peninsula League Premier Division East okay and they win promotion to the Western League Premier Division see I get confused but the, the, the problem with it is is Western League Division 1 yeah is the same level as the Peninsula League Premier but it's Somerset and Dorset this is impossible to understand it, 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 it's confusing and they were trying to sort it out and yeah. there was going to be an amalgamation yeah. of the Western League and the Peninsula League until the Western League basically had a bit of a flap and didn't like the idea in the end and refused to negotiate properly and then it, the FA just scrapped all the plans. Who's um, who's in the Western League Premier? Who are they going to be facing? So they're going to be playing at Buckland, which yeah. is going to be a hell of a derby. Absolutely. Um, uh, Basketball Town um, and then a list of teams that have recently come up from Cornwall into that division. Their mouth hole of one promotion to the Southern League, so they they yeah. and uh, Saltash failed in their bid in the the playoff game. Um, so Saltash, Helston, Falmouth, um, who's gone up this season from that division, St Blazy. So there's a lot of Cornish-based yeah. teams in there. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, the, interesting. Bricks and boys have better get their passports yeah, ready, haven't they? they? They're going to be travelling across that bridge a little bit. Yeah, and that's the highest Brixham have ever played because um, they have back played in, there before, but not for a while, isn't well, it? Well, in the late seventies, uh, so early eighties, technically, it's a different club, isn't it? Yeah, and they were in Western League Division One. They weren't in the Western League Premier, although oh, it's okay. been restructured. So yeah, often. It's, it's a, yeah, that's probably the same level. Yeah, to be honest with you. But this is this is great, though, yeah. isn't it? They've done. Oh, brilliant. They've, yeah. they've had a fantastic... And honestly, Tim Porter and Jason Couch, the two, the joint managers, Jason's been there for years and years and years. Yeah. Ever since I came back and started covering local football afterwards, or seven, eight years ago, he was there. Yeah. Um, Tim had been at a couple, other couple of clubs and was at Newton Abbott Spurs and, and Stoke Gabriel. He's been joint manager at uh, Brixton in the last two or three seasons. They are the nicest managers you, you'd like to meet. They're, they're lovely blokes. I, I just have to text yeah. Tim and say any any quotes for the uh, for, from you know from from the game on Saturday or whatever, and I'll get about eight hundred words. Good. Brilliant. 
Are they nice managers if you're a fullback who's got a stupid goal away? I don't know about that. No, no, they're nice managers. Yeah, but in the dressing room, you don't get to be champions exactly. without them. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think they'll have. They've a got some good season. players though. Danny Gaze is there. Yeah. You know, he's playing for them. Yeah. Grant Fisher is in goal. Yeah, you know, there's some serious, seriously good local players in that team, and, and well done to them for winning that that division. So we finish on an upbeat note mm. on a, in a week where we've been relegated. Um, as we're drawing a line under the season, thank you everybody for um, listening and yeah. for the comments and for the help. It's been um, a long season, hasn't it? Has been a long mm. season, but everybody who's dug out an obscure statistic for yeah. us, keep thank you going. very much. Yeah. Keep them coming. We'll keep going through the summer. Yeah, um, we might have a couple of weeks off, mightn't we? When we're we've rambled on. We're into um, we're in stoppage time here. I'm just looking at the timing on oh, the voice word. recorder. We're uh, we're two and a half minutes into stoppage time. Oh, we we are. Wow. So uh, we've got no shortage. We love the sound of our own voices, and yeah. we've got no shortage. If you've heard of the little squeaky about. bark in the in, <laughs> yeah. in the background, that's that's Rudy up in his mum's office, and she's probably well happy yeah. to be rid of him now. We probably better finish now. So um, thanks for listening. Stick, yeah. stick with us through the summer. Stick with us. Stick with the goals. Hopefully, we'll have some team news for you, and we might as well finish as we always do. Why not? Come oh, on, you yeah. yellows! Come on, you yellows! Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today Come on you yellows